0: mixed era rap podcast i'm your host djb wise this is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom bap to trap we're a group of hip-hop enthusiasts from multiple airs trying to bridge the gap in hip-hop my co-hosts are kev terrell and malcolm kev tell them where they can follow us on social media
1: you can follow us on instagram at Mix era rap pod and on twitter it's mixed era rap
0: all right appreciate that kev So for today's episode, we'll be doing a album spotlight of Migos' new project, Culture 3. We'll also be going over the top 10 rap songs for June 2021. We have a new music spotlight of Wale featuring Chris Brown, Angelus. And we're going to do an old school artist uh, spotlight of Ed O.G. and the Bulldogs. So let's jump into it with the Migos Culture and the first song that we thought was notable from the project, which was Having Our Way featuring Drake.
2: Load up the Drake. Fuck it, I'm making them pay. It's hiving niggas gonna take it. Hey, I'm having my way. Set out here having this way. way out here having this way. And like the third me go out. Take bitch, What? Load up the Drake. What I say they gonna play. It's time and niggas won't take it. Hey, I'm having my way. Said I ain't having his way. Quay, I ain't having his way. And like the third Migo, I take what?
3: Hey. Yeah.
0: All right. And that was Having Our Way featuring Drake off of the Migos new project, Culture Three. So let's let Terrell jump in on this. Terrell, what are your thoughts on Having Our Way featuring Drake?
4: Well, you know when Drake and Amigos team up, it's going to be phenomenal. And this song right here was the best way to open it up. It was a good song. I love it. Very clean, smooth. What more can you ask for? And this whole album album right here was amazing. So I hope the listeners do listen to this album because you're going to get it a good treat.
0: I appreciate that, Terrell. Let's jump into it with the youngest in charge. Malcolm, Malcolm, what were your thoughts on Having Our Way featuring Drake?
5: I really enjoy this song because um I got to hear Drake actually rap, usually on his features. He's doing a melodic uh singing sound, and um it's just it's just nice to hear him rap and it, it gives me um it gives me flashbacks to when he first did a did a remix with the Migos when they first came out with Hannah Montana when he jumped on that. So it's just good to hear him partner with um, the Migos again. You know, classic, classic collaboration. And um, we'd like to hear more from them, possibly on a Drake, Drake feature. Migos has Migos featured on Drake's new album. I don't know. It would be nice.
0: Yeah, that's what's up, Malcolm. Appreciate that. Uh, For me, you know, I've said it before, I'll say it again. If you're going to spotlight somebody, you know, and have them featured on your project, you want to, in 2021, you want it to be Drake. You know, he's going to give you a solid feature. And I think he did it again. He dropped, what, probably 32 bars on this particular uh, track. And it was him at his best. And it was a good look for this particular track. Let's move on to our anchor Kev. Kev, what were your thoughts on having our way featuring Drake?
1: I didn't care for it too much, to be honest. I feel like it was a wasted Drake feature. It wasn't it wasn't nothing special about it. I feel like uh the hype around Amigos as a group and this album coming out, I think everything should have been just top-notch. It's like you can't have a media Drake feature when it was so much anticipated with this album. It's like if you're if you're a group, you coming out and you want to claim you are one of the best ever or just the top group in your generation. This should have been the album that sets you apart from everybody else. And I and I, it just, I don't know. It just felt wasted to me. It it wasn't a, it wasn't, it was an okay song, but it felt like it was a waste of feature. I could have did without Drake on this and I think it would have been a better song without Drake, nothing against Drake, but it should have been a lot better than what it was.
0: Yeah. That's what's up Kev. I fully understand what you're saying there. The song is, you know, it's something that for at least for our generation i think we have to kind of give a little bit of exception to again for me and i think same thing for kev the drake feature was worthwhile but the overall uh, particular track was not at its height but again it was still worthwhile so we're going to move on to the next song that we thought was notable from the project and that was straightening go uh-huh.
2: set well. Hey. Screening, 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 yeah, Screening, screening, yo. Don't nothing get strained but straining Don't nothing get straight but straining Don't nothing get straining but straining, hey. don't straining, but straining. Don't straining, but straining. You don't get shit straight, you don't straining nah. In this game, sit back, be patient gang. Niggas act like the gang went vacant huh? Niggas act like some been taken Ain't nothing but a little bit of straining Been kicking shit, popping out daily Good. On the island, it's a movie I'm making I'm counting the narrows with Robert De Niro He telling them that you're amazing hey. Put that shit on, shit on. nigga get shit, on. shit on I bought two whips and I put my bitch on She put this wrist on She put the wrist
0: All right. And that was the Migos culture three. And that was um, straightening. I'm going to jump in first on this one and just say the same thing I said the last time that we um, brought this song up on the podcast and that uh, I like it when they rap and I can understand what they're saying. Uh, This one is going to be a hit. I'm pretty sure it, you know, uh, for the exception of TikTok, I think that this should climb the charts and do well for them. It's really it's got that danceable beat. And they're saying uh, rhymes that you can really understand. So I'm gonna give them kudos for this one and move on to uh, Malcolm. Malcolm, what were your thoughts on the track "Straightening"?
5: I believe I mentioned this uh, feature, this song, as uh, in one of our segments previously in one of our um, earlier shows. This is a this is a hit, most definitely. Great production. Um, everyone was on time. When you talk about the cadence. Um, On this on this song, and I feel like it was intentional. Um, They knew that they needed to be very decisive with their rhymes with with this song. And I believe that they accomplished their goal. They they marketed it to the audience as something that's going to be catchy and something that they're going to play a lot and want to stream. So I really enjoyed this song and I think they, they did a good job with this one. Most definitely.
0: Yeah, that's what's up, Malcolm. Appreciate that. I'm telling you, um, this is a hit. And uh, let's move on to uh, Kev. Kev, what were your thoughts on straightening?
1: Uh, Up tempo song. um, These guys were, you know, they were flowing. They were actually flowing on the beat. It sounded good. You could understand what they were saying. It wasn't anything that was the content. It had some like actual content with it. One of their better songs off the whole album that just featured them. So I you know, I, I appreciated that and, and I really enjoyed the whole song as a whole.
0: Yeah, that's what's up, Kev. Let's let uh Terrell anchor this one. Terrell, what were your thoughts on the track straightening?
4: It was a I feel like this was a different side of Amigos that I to me I didn't see. They was more how can I say, they was spit in a different way that we not normal of them spitting. And it was very unique because they were smooth with it, and they feed off each other's energy. And for a group to have those songs that you feed off each other's energy is sometimes very rare, but in this song right here, you, sh- you see that they was flowing off of each other energy, and it came out as a smooth song, and I like this song. And I got to just say, bravo, bravo, bravo.
0: Yeah, that's what's up, Terrell. Appreciate that. Let's move on to the next segment, and that is going to be the top 10 rap songs for June 2021. So at number 10, we have 2040 by Little Dirt and Little Baby.
5: And nice hitting on it.
2: I'm doing donuts in my neighborhood, it made me feel good. I swear I will never do that shit again, but still do it. I feel better with no IG, but I'm too big of influence to so live your life. Don't try to make someone else happy, that shit might ruin Yeah, I make money off all type of shit, I got sauce for me in my shirt. I to put a wide body on the lamp truck it, lil' sexy, call it Fuck, they playing around, now I'm serious. I got 200 bands in each ear. I was damn near the man before I started rapping, These other niggas just capping. I can take the top off while the car going call it getting that's dead traffic. I done reached another bracket,
0: all right, and that was 2040, Little Baby and Little Dirk at number 10. Let's jump in with our anchor man, Kev. What were your thoughts on 2040 by Little Baby and Little Dirk?
1: Now, I, I I like that song. I think you know their collaboration was a somewhat of a surprise to me, but I guess you know in this era, all the top artists seem to find time to uh, get together and make albums, which I think actually helps elevate the game because, you know, for someone like me, I feel like a lot of these artists sound alike or have similar sounds and content. And it's kind of, you know, when they kind of get together, you can weed out who's actually different and who's actually the same. So, you know, I can appreciate that. And, you know, and anytime these guys are on something that's very upbeat, I, I, I tend to enjoy that a little bit more.
0: All right. That's what's up, Kev. I'm with you on that. And my two cents is definitely I love the tempo songs from them and the, the change in content. Again, I've said this before about Lil Baby. I think he's really, really growing in the game and he's pulling Dirk right along with him. So that's important to me. And I, I, I thought this just was a, a good look. The the entire project is actually a good look. But this one was a special song. Uh, and let's move on to uh, Terrell. Terrell, your thoughts on 2040 by Lil Baby and Lil Dirk.
1: I remember you
4: speaking on this song, I think, last week. And after me listen to it again and again, and like I said, where I live at, I hate it. Well, not hate it, of New York, how they platform music and stuff in New York. So what I mean, I say that, that I'm hearing it constantly, constantly, constantly. And it's like, I'm now, It's just to me, this song is played out. And I hate that... However you live at, depends on what music plays on, what airtime they get. And sometimes now you hear the song so much, you just get tired of it. So this was one of the songs that now, like, I'm tired of hearing this song. I'm going to hear the next new song from them. But this one right here, now is a hit, is a miss for me now.
0: All right, that's what's up, Terrell. Let's uh, check in with the youngest in charge. Malcolm, uh, what were your thoughts on 2040, Little Baby, Little Dirt?
5: This song is great, so I I feel like the point that was made about having these the the artists that are 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 mainstream and that that you hear a lot of get on they collab together on projects they're able to um, separate their sounds. I feel like you're able to actually hear that maybe someone similar, same maybe a Gunna or a a, a a Lil Baby, you may have thought were the same artists at one time. They have collab albums and you can hear the different voices. So similar to this Dirk Lil Baby project, I feel like they were able to just play off each other very well. You can tell that they both do not have the same sound. Um, this song was was just it's I don't think I I feel like I've isolated myself away from them the radio music these days, so I don't really listen to the same hit single so many times, reruns of it. Um, so I can't really get with you, Terrell, with that. So I'm able to I feel like enjoy this song still. So I I can still appreciate it. And I think this is a this is a really this is gonna be go this is gonna go down as as one of the one of Lil Baby's most notable, um notable um uh, songs when you're talking about coming from his his projects, I feel like especially with collabs with other artists.
0: That's what's up, Malcolm. Appreciate that. I'm telling you, Lil Baby's just, you know, I think he's improving and and showing us where he's headed. And uh, it's it's very cool to see. So now we're going to move on to the rest of the charts. And at number nine is Mood by 24 Karat Golden featuring Ian Dior, which we've already uh, covered. At number eight is Up. By Cardi B, which we've already reviewed. Number seven, calling my phone by Little T J, which we've already reviewed. At number six, best friend, which is Saweetie, and features Doja Cat. We've already reviewed that as well. At number five is Little Baby and Little Dirk with Voices of the Heroes, which we reviewed last week. And then we have at number four, late at night. By Roddy Rich. So we will uh review that one today. So let's get into it. Late
3: night. Kiss me in the morning and late at night. Long as you come through, I'ma make it come over and over. I'ma treat you like I'm supposed to. You better never make no time for these niggas. Cause when I ride, I'm a ride, ride with you. I can't fucking with nobody. I can't keep living like this. I can't. I tell her what it is and I tell her what it ain't. She know that I've been all on the walls like I paint. So that at times I want to give you trust, but I can't. Bitch, I really got it out the mud, climbing up the ranks. When they see me outside, I'm a high roller. I've been on a global jet, but they got fly so. And I got the Gucci splattered all on the knickknacks.
0: All right. And that was Roddy Rich with Late at Night. I'm going to jump into this with the youngest in charge. Malcolm, what were your thoughts on Roddy Rich late at night?
5: He has another hit, but um, I feel the same, you know, from from the box to uh, I just I can't get with this song because it is so it is so um, it's curated for a particular audience's ear and I know that he was just, he knows it's a hit. He knows this is going to be be streamed multiple times and he knows that people are, this is already, I mean, I know making it, he knew it was going to be a hit. I just can't, I can't enjoy it. And I feel like the authenticity of it is, is no longer there, but I do enjoy his artistry and how he's able to really cater to the audience and he knows what, what they want to hear.
0: No doubt, Malcolm. I feel you on that. Uh, it is definitely a, a song that felt like it was that the re- the, stu- the studio, I'm sorry, not the studio, but the record company said, hey, we need a hit. And this one was going to be the hit. And they put emphasis on making this a hit. I enjoy it. I enjoy Roddy Rich. I think that he's a talented young artist. Uh, he has definitely some tracks that are hit or miss, but overall, his overall body is pretty entertaining. So... Uh, with that, we'll move on to uh, KF. Kev. Cover Kev, your thoughts on Roddy Rich song "Late at Night."
1: I'm 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 on both sides. Um, I, I feel what both of you all are saying is it does feel like a little bit of the same from Roddy Rich, but at the same time, it is enjoyable. It took for me to listen to the uh, the live version of his album that he did for Apple to really appreciate Roddy Rich, and. And I feel like Roddy Rich is going to be the new Rick Ross. And when I say that, I mean like he's going to have longevity with decent music. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be music that people always going to be in the middle about. Either you're going to really love it, or you're not going to care for it too much. And he's going to be that guy that is going to be right in the middle. But every time he puts something out, it's going to do well. And he's going to make a lot of money. Stay. he's gonna probably stay in his lane. And um and there's nothing really wrong with that. I mean, you know, we expect more, but at the same time, it, it does feel he it does feel like his sound. He has a sound and this sounds like something that he's not straying away from at the moment. But it's you know, I still like it though.
0: Yeah, I feel you on that, Kevin. I'm telling you, I think you're spot on with that. So let's let uh, Terrell um anchor this one. Terrell, what are your thoughts on Roddy Rich's late at night?
4: Well, I'm going to feed off what you said earlier about him. I'm happy that we got another hit from him. Because to me, I feel like I thought the one song he made, The Boss, was going to be that one hit for him. And I see that he do work with a lot of people. And I'm just happy. I'm I'm really happy because I want his career to sky high, to the limits. So I'm happy that he put out this song. I'm happy that he's development to the the person who he want to be in this industry because it is hard. So I feel like he got the right space, how he should do everything, and sky's the limit for him. But I like this song right here.
0: Yeah, I feel you on that. That's what's up, uh, Terrell. We move on to the next song on the charts, and that is at number three, Hats Off, Little Baby, Little Dirk, and Travis Scott.
2: Baby go, keep a drink like I started up OVO. You can get a percent what I want the most. Got a house with a lake, so I bought a boat. Back to switch up a plate that's an audible. State the state, private jet with some auto host. Had to run around more dollars and followers. Me and Bay take the week off and call them. that's a gamble, I'm playing a lotto, I'm betting it out. Cause I know that I got him. Remember me, I was driving in politics We beef beef, this problem's solved remember that my he father. Remember my mom my father been talking get been, put right you wouldn't do that, if you with
0: I All right, and that was Hats Off by Little Baby and Little Dirk featuring Travis Scott. Let's jump in with the youngest in charge. See where his feelings are on this one. Malcolm, what do you think about that? Hats off.
5: We've just been praising Lil baby, rightfully so. He continues to provide the, I mean, provide the the hip hop community with content, and it's not, and it it's not like he's he's falling off. It's continuous and it's consistent, and it's to the quality that we have seen him up to for some time now. I enjoy this song. I got to go and and listen to it a few more times before I add it to one of my playlists. But I mean, Lil Baby knows, he knows that if he, he he's similar to, he, I feel like he's similar to Young Boy, just not, not as much. He doesn't put out as many, um, projects as, as NBA Young Boy does. NBA Young Boy knows that every single song he make, he, he, he lets out, it's gonna be a hit already. He just needs to be at a certain quality. So I mean, um, I enjoy little baby and, and this is and I, I hope he continues.
0: That's what's up, Malcolm. Appreciate that info. Let's jump into it with uh Terrell. Terrell, what are your thoughts on hats off, Lil Baby, Little Dirk featuring Travis Scott?
4: Just that lineup right there, you know that song was gonna be a hit. I wanna repeat that again. Just that lineup, you know the song was gonna be a hit. And I feel like nowadays, and I want to see what your opinion is, nowadays, they don't, I feel like now, we get into that period of people not caring about the music. They just caring about the lineup or who the names on the music. So now you're just blindsided that, okay, yeah, these three people who's in the game, killing it, they made a song together. Sometimes, you, like I said, you may get a hit or miss with the song, but it's just the names, whoever made the track that just right there certified like, okay, it's going to be a hit, but I want, I want to hear y'all opinions about what I just said. I think
1: you're crazy. And I'm gonna tell you why. (laughs) No, I mean, no, no. I I mean, you make a good (laughs) points. You make good points, but here's why here's, here's the problem I had with that song. I think it's a decent song. But little baby right now is the best, right? It's it's you could like him or not. There is no one that is no one as hot as little baby is right now. But in this particular song, this wasn't a little baby song. This wasn't a little Dirk song. This is a Travis Scott song. And the difference is Travis Scott is on his way to becoming a hip hop legend. Little baby is just he just became the best. You know, you—I mean, you get what I'm saying. Tra- this doesn't sound. This, this yeah. like a Travis Scott song. This doesn't sound like a little baby song. This doesn't when sound like a Dirk song. When was Travis Scott the best? Travis Scott has never been the best. But, so Travis, Scott is, on the but way Travis Scott is. To- but Travis Scott. Travis Scott didn't need to be the best. He never had to be the best, and that's the and that's the thing about certain certain people's progression. If you can, if you can create content and develop a a presence that okay let me let me say this you have your album okay and when you make your album and if you have features on your album you shouldn't conform to guest artists for your album your album should be your album your sound everything that puts you in the best light when when travis scott comes on and the and and the song sounds like it has a, a travis scott sound then you put him in the best light baby and dirk they're playing second fiddle to a guest on their album, which doesn't make sense. You should be all you should, it's your album, is your moment, it's your time. Shine. You should be shining over everybody that comes on your album. No one should come on your album and be able to outdo you. That that's your competition. Don't I don't care how friendly you guys are, that's your competition. So when you conform just like the Migos album, they had the song with Juice World. That sounded like a Juice World song. That didn't sound like a Migos song. And I was sitting there like, what what is they doing? Don't conform to your guest artists. Make them conform to you.
0: Definitely. I, I think you are spot on with that, Kev. Um for me, I'm telling you, I just um yeah, this 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 track was uh it, it just wasn't there for me. I, I do enjoy Travis Scott. I've uh, thought that uh, several of the tracks from the World project were very good, but it just didn't it didn't feel right to me on this particular. I'm not saying the lineup is bad. I'm just saying I, I, like what Kev is saying, the flow seemed off, you know, and, and it always works well when there's a, a little bit of competitiveness. So I, I'm in agreement with um kev and the way he's putting this down is like yeah everybody should have came and tried to cut each other's throat and instead they kind of like they were doing double dutch and everybody was jumping <laughs> <up the steps laughs> you know, it just it it was very very uh smooth and a little too smooth to have these these three artists on the same track and not get you know one outdo do the next i'll do the next so I, I'm,
1: not, I'm, I'm not saying i'm not saying it's a bad song I'm not saying it's a bad song at all. What I'm just, like I said, it's just, if it's your album, let it be your album. Shine, you every song should be something that puts you in the best light. And this song didn't put Baby and Dirk in the best light. And Baby is the hottest artist out here right now. And Travis Scott, this and Travis Scott shined over both of them combined. And it should have never been like that.
0: Definitely, I'm telling you that that is the, the truth. And with that, we're going to slide on to the rest of the charts. And at number two, we got Polo G with Rap Star, which we just reviewed. And at number one, which I've just recently been explained to why it's at number one, because I was so confused. And that is Astronaut in the Ocean by Mass Wolf. And I was just uh, uh, informed that TikTok has a lot to do with how the billboard uh, charts run. So if a lot of people are following a song on TikTok, hopefully the audience knew this. If they don't, I hope I'm I'm giving you some good information here, that your song can stay on the billboard chart based off of what is happening with, with TikTok which blew me away. I had no idea. I thought it was more about album sales and streams, but then I looked and, and understood that TikTok is streaming as well. So it's not just about the streaming platforms, but it's also about social media too. So with that, that is our top 10 rap songs for June, 2021. So now we're going to move on to our new music spotlight, and that is Wale featuring Chris Brown with Angels. And here we go. I
5: can't tame you. I can't blame you. You know the way to pose. You know, you know your angle. I can't tame you. I can't yeah. tame you. Wale.
4: I can't
2: change it. Uh, internationally known on this microphone. Holy field, raw square, we had Tyson's though. Lonely
4: nights, I'm all right. I can vibe alone, so don't be tired. I'm quiet, no inquiring though. I know your angles. Wave at them bitches, show your bracelet. Cartier stacking for days, look like diamonds.
3: You saying the universe ain't grateful. I put infinity stones on know your fingers. Generous when I got feelings for who I got.
0: All right, and that was my main man, Wale featuring Chris Brown with Angels. This is also going to be a stream or no stream segment for us. And let's jump into it with the Youngest in Charge. What were your feelings on Wale's new track, Angels? Stream or no stream, Malcolm?
5: This will be a stream because I want to support Wale and anything he does. Um, I don't think he gets enough credit, but I, I just won't be adding this to any of my playlists. I don't Listen, I haven't, I have something, a uh, bone to pick with Chris Brown ever since uh, 2000, probably, uh, what did he, probably around 2015. He just isn't the same person. So whenever I hear him, it's just like, i rather not. So, I mean, I, I say stream this because anything Wale is on, it's going to be quality.
0: All right. That's what's up, Malcolm. Appreciate that. So let's move on to Terrell. Terrell streamer, no stream, and your thoughts on Wale's new track, Angels.
4: I'm gonna have to, and I'm sorry to say it because I love Wale, I'm gonna have to no stream this. I feel like this wasn't the this wasn't the Wale that I grew up on. Like this song, it's sounded like a pretty boy song, and. Way how you how we know about Wale, he comes at you hard and fully, and give you like I don't know what's the word, but I can tell you that this ain't him in this song, so I'm really gonna have to no stream it. All
0: right, that's what's up, Terrell. Uh, For me, this is a stream, streaming as much as you can, shout it from the rooftop stream. So I get what the young people are saying, but I need them to understand that if you want these heroes to continue to make music. They have to give the radio something, something to play. And that's what keeps them relevant. We don't know his next project may be hard as all get out, you know, but they, he needed this to stay relevant, to stay on the scene. Everybody wants that ladies track where the ladies can get on the dance floor and enjoy themselves. And he gave him that this is a summertime feel song. I'm very surprised that no one pulled that out. I was just gonna out. say,
5: yeah, I'm I, I have to give it as I have to appreciate this song because he's providing something that is not negative. This is a positive song, uplifting. It it is not a it's a beat song, you know. So um you gotta give him the credit for that.
0: Yeah, no doubt, Malcolm. I appreciate it. that's what I'm saying, is that, you know, summertime, you know, ladies in their sundresses, uh, they got, you know, if they're in the convertible and they're playing this track it makes you feel good. And, and I don't think we, I think we, we have been lambasted by so much drug and dope music that we don't give our chance ourselves a chance to come up for air and enjoy maybe, you know, tapping your feet a little bit, you know, shaking your ass a little bit on the dance floor or just in your, in your house or your car, or your apartment. Enjoy. We, 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 are missing out on enjoyment. You know, I, I get that. the the record companies want to give us dope music and give us drug music, but there's still, you know, some fun stuff in our, in our lifetime that we need to experience. So, uh, with that, I'll move on to our anchorman. Kev, Kev, what was your thoughts stream or no stream for Wale's featuring Chris Brown's angels?
1: I I think everyone makes very good points. What I stream this? I mean, maybe, it's not. It's not a bad song. I, I do like. I like the message. It's very up tempo, and I think everyone makes good points. You know, Wale is Wale is one of those unpredictable artists, but at the same time, he's like a hip hop enigma. It's you don't know what you're going to get from him, and we, whatever you get, someone's going to say is either too much or not enough. You know, and this is like you know, instead of him, I don't a lot of times I don't feel like he goes in with the mind state of creating what's on his heart. I think he goes in with the mind state of, can this be a hit? Can this satisfy my critics? How much money can I make from this song? And and I think it takes away from his art a little bit. So it's like what Terrell was saying, Terrell makes an excellent point. You know, Wale has created these these songs and this sound that he should be one of the, five or ten best in the game but something is not pushing him there and it's like everything you guys are saying is is upbeat it's a good summertime song it has great content and it even has a chris brown feature we haven't seen chris brown in a long time but chris chris brown still has star power and it's like you know it's a good chance it's a good chance this song is not gonna hit the top 10 But at the same time, there's a good chance that this song will make the top 10. You just don't know with Wale and the the material that he puts out. And that's just, it's it's bothersome to me because I think he should be recognized as one of the 10 best, or anytime he puts something out, it should be highly regarded, but you never know with him.
0: Yeah, definitely feel you on that, Kev. You are so right on that. It's tough. But I think that this is a good look for him trying to semen himself come coming into the future. You know. I, I
1: mean I mean the guys had
5: number one albums before and it did nothing for him.
0: Yes, but that's because I think he is never really he's never really He is
5: not the star that everybody wants him to be. Well not everyone, but I mean he's not that entertaining. He provide he's an artist, I feel like and you need to be an artist entertainer something to keep you relevant
1: and and i can agree with that i i I can totally agree with that but i feel like i feel like he should be at a point in his career where he should decide which road to go down and put all his focus in there he's not he's not a focused artist
5: i think he has no he's he's not showing you exactly what he wants to do no
1: he's not Wale the is not a famous artist, artist that
5: wants to. He has a celebrity, and he wants to perform at the events he wants to perform at, and he and that's who he wants to be. And there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody doesn't need to be the. I may. I'm, I'm pretty sure he would like to be circulated on the radio more often, just like any common artist. But I'm saying I feel like he is not complacent, but he is. He's content with him. Being an artist and he's working on his craft and providing a quality sound, and he, he wants to provide a quality show as well. That is another thing that he 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 wants to make sure is is a a key when you talk about his his all in all as an artist because I've I, I know I've witnessed him and how he likes to orchestrate his show. Other than right. that, I mean, he but, want to be, I mean, but but on but, the
1: internet. But do you do you see Wale headlining? Uh, a show at a ten thousand seat venue or at a twenty five thousand seat venue neither Le- less than ten thousand right
0: depending on where it is. I don't even see him headlining outside of the mid atlantic area at a ten thousand
5: or And less. that's simply because of what you're you're acting like you can Mark he already has his following all you have to do is mark it and back and then he'll be like in in your face as soon as, as, as just like that. So that's all it takes. Just And I feel like his path is, i rather be a more intimate setting artist. A more, I I, I mean, I, I see he could be, he could have, he had that time and point where he was with Rick Ross and, and the, what what was it?
0: Yeah, Maybach Music. And I just, that was the catalyst for why he's not where he should be. He was headed in the right trajectory when he was on his own. But he took the bag that that the Rick was uh, Ricky Rose was offering him and he made a few questionable Maybach style music hits that were not highly regarded amongst, uh, you know, us hardcores. And it really, you know, outside of the Lotus Blossom, even the ladies wasn't feeling him. He just had that 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 time frame of that Maybach music that really ruined his trajectory. And I think that this song, if we really take an opportunity to listen to it a few more times, gives him the opportunity now to push forward and compete with the top five guys out there, you know? But I mean,
1: but I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, Malcolm, and everything you're saying. I I do believe that he puts a lot of work into his stage show and I do believe that he is he's he he does better in small like you said smaller intimate settings and I and I and I totally agree with every a lot of what you were saying and I'm not saying my comments are not to criticize him, but for me when I see Wale, everything you're saying I agree with that and I think that's what he should gear his music and his marketing and all that towards. But I feel like Wale thinks he should be.
0: On another level, yes, and yes, and he should. But I mean, he should, but 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 sometimes you have to accept what you have, though. Yes, but he has to suffer the consequences of trying to get the bag. He got the bag, and he threw himself off the trajectory where he was headed. If you look back at the songs he was making before he was with Maybach music, he would give you a danceable song. He would also give you a a lyrical song. He'd also give you some double entendres, make you think type stuff. But then he got with Maybach music and they are, uh, you know, at that time when Maybach was really hot, they were a a powerhouse as far as a, a formula. Make the music, put the music out later tracks don't think hard about it let's get this music out onto the airway
5: back music died i mean if you did not find your what did what did me do Meek do dream chasers
0: yes another example do? i know and that's, did that's not saying. pivot i'm saying that's <laughs> another but that is another example of two artists who chose to get the bag from ricky rose and it kind of tossed him off it tossed mm-hmm. meek mills off based on the fact that he did stay in his lane but he was still not look you you can't be a philly artist and then be with a miami team that hurt him he needed to be with an east coast team but he went with the um you know he went with ricky rose and maybach music that hurt him not that he would change his it
5: game got him a lot of lot of notoriety not really yes it did he had a whole I think beef with the beef meals that he wouldn't have had that if he didn't go and and go with maybach
0: no he'd still had that beef how definitely beef with yes. who the beef that he had with drake he would have had that same beef with Meek drake
5: mills has been consistent from when he's broken out to he stayed relevant due to certain decisions and that was a pivotal decision going to maybach music kept him relevant
0: I mean, I, I respect that opinion. I just think that that was, it It really didn't. It actually, it it, it harmed
5: Music-wise, it may not have been the best, but he did the back when he was going back and forth with the diss tracks and he was putting out projects. I mean, he was still, it just wasn't what we wanted from him. Now
0: that I can definitely agree with. It wasn't what we wanted. And then, and then there we go. We have it again that you got two artists who stepped out of their, their trajectories based on uh something other than what they should have been doing and that and they both uh made it, it cost them something it cost both of them something you know i think that either of those artists should be in people's conversation if not top 10 top 20 and i think both of those artists if they are in somebody's top 20 they're low on the top 20 you're talking about maybe 16 17 18 19 and most people i know for me neither of those artists would be in my top 20 of current rap artists.
1: Who Wale or Meek Mills or somebody else? Yeah,
0: no, no. Wale and Meek Mills, because of, you know, what they have put out recently, would not be in my top 10 or I'm sorry, my top 20. They just wouldn't. They'd be probably 22, 23, somewhere in there. I actually put them neck and neck based on the decisions they made in their careers.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's 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 unfortunate. You know, like I said, you know, Wale is one of those. He's an enigma. He's like a unicorn. It's the rare artist that can consistently have good music that could be hits on the radio and you know, and you know, rise his celebrity, but he hasn't gotten over that hump yet. And it's just I don't know. It's just one of those things that you just do not know. Even the the all his decisions, it's still like it it something should have clicked at some point, but it hasn't.
0: Definitely. No doubt with that. And with that, we will move on to the next spot, the next uh, segment of the show. And that is an old school spotlight of an artist. And that artist is going to be our main man, Ed O.G. and the Bulldogs. So Ed O.G. is from Roxbury, Boston, Massachusetts. He uh, originally got his start uh, locally in the 1980s, around 1987 with some local artists who they put out some, um, the best of the rap game in uh, Boston. And then he was able to garner a, a record deal from that. And then he was able to put out his first project in 1991, which was life of a kid in the ghetto. And the hit from that is what we're going to play next. And that is, I got to have it.
3: I'm burning sucker so we're protection Now who's next when Ed's flexing I'm the bread and you are just a crumb off Jerking your jimmy but you still can't come off I'm from Roxbury, the berry, but not the fruit, y'all. Don't make me act like where I come from because it's brutal. Hold my bone in a zone that's neutral. Soon to be large to whole nine yards, but I ain't soup, y'all. Suckers be swearing at this, staring is gonna scare me. Look, but don't touch. And if you do, be prepared, G, to go out. Just like your first day off punishment, the Bulldogs, Roxbury, and Boston is what I represent. The Black United...
0: All right, and that was Ed OG and the Bulldogs with I Gotta Have It. So, we're gonna let the old heads jump in here first and give their thoughts on um, Ed OG. So, Kev, what were your thoughts on Ed OG and the Bulldogs?
1: Man, Ed OG is he's he's very, very underrated. Um, He came out at a bad time for him. I mean, it was just so many, so many rappers at that time. Was just putting out quality music. And it was very easy to get lost in the shuffle. I'm I'ma show my age with this. When 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 that that first his first tape tape, the cassette tape came out. That's how old I am. I remember going to the store and I bought it. And I'm in the house and I'm I'm in my room. I'm I'm like, I don't know, 10, 11 at the time, I guess. And I'm blasting it. And there's a song um where he he talks about Abraham Lincoln in a negative way. And I had to pause, stop the stop the tape, and just freeze for like five minutes because I didn't want my mom to come busting in my room <laughs> and, and to tear my butt up. So um I listened to the rest of this N.O.G. tape, like under hiding under my bed, man, because I didn't want my mom to um to come beat my butt, but it was you know, it's to to right now, I still listen to that first album. It, you know, at that time it was, it was hard for, uh, it was hard for artists like energy to come out. Like, like I said, he sounded like he had quality music and there was a lot of guys that had quality music, but also he was from Boston, which hurt him also because, you know, Boston, you know, Boston's two contributions to hip hop, are Marky Mark which is who's a one hit wonder. Now he's an actor, but the source magazine, you know, those are the biggest things that came out of Boston as far as rap goes. So a rapper coming out of Boston was going to have a hard way to go. And and if he wasn't shouting Boston all in his music, I would've thought he was like a Philly or Jersey cat because that's how he sounds. But I mean, even to this day, you know, he still puts out quality music. A lot of old heads, they forgot about him. I haven't because I still listen to his early stuff and it, and and all these memories I have. And I think he's a great artist. His new album that just came out earlier this year uh, is great. And it's th- it kind of brings up memories of the past, but it's very up-to-date and it's very good. And and whoever's out there, I mean, like, if you just need something that is, it has that classic sound, and it's not complicated, it's not over your head, it's not it's not controversial. I mean, it's just straight rap at its best. And this brother's just I, I wish he would get more shine from a lot of the older, you know, uh, you know, like uh um what's his Noyeg and Drink Champs. I don't know why Drink Champs hasn't called called g at no time to get him on the show, but it'll, you know, Drink Champs or Joe Button's show or even rap radar who kind of um who kind of prized themselves on um being like hip hop historians, they have even called them and i I don't know why, but a lot of people are missing a mark on this guy, and you know I hope the young guys had a chance to really you know enjoy some of his music,
0: yeah, that's what's up, kev. I'm telling you 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 spot on with that for me um I think the downfall for Ed was the same downfall for most of the conscious rap in the mid nineties. And that was gangster rap and record companies wanting to go in that direction and not really putting any money behind, uh, the, the conscious movements, uh, projects. Uh, he just was unable to survive throughout that. Again, mo- very few groups were able to survive the conscious movement being pushed to the side, you know, De La Soul and, And um, Tribe Called Quest are pretty much the only ones who survived that. Poor Righteous Teachers didn't do it. Um, Ed O.G. didn't do it. Um, Brand Nubian. Brand Nubian. I mean, just nobody really, you know, survived. It was so tough. uh, It is what it is. But for me, man, I truly, truly enjoy Ed. He he was so relevant. And I I think that it was a great representation for uh, Boston and that, that's what was happening. That's the type of diversity that was happening in the early 90s. And that's what made it the golden age is that there was so much diversity that you could listen to uh, West Coast, uh, Mid- uh, Midwest, a uh, cat from Seattle and then pop over to Boston and listen to somebody and then listen to somebody from Miami. And that was really, really important. And I know everybody gets tired of hearing the old head say this, but that is so Mm -hmm. important to have that type of uh, diversity in your music. So it was
1: just um, it, it was just like, you know, every region had its own sound. You know what I mean? Like hip hop in the beginning was a neighborhood thing. And as it expanded, it was like, you know, cats from Brooklyn supported cats from Brooklyn. Cats from D.C. supported cats from D.C. Cats from Philly supported cats from Philly. And everybody in these sound in these neighborhoods and in these towns would tell anybody that, yeah, this cat from my neighborhood or this cat from my city was was it. And you know, it, it was it was great because everybody wanted to be better than the next city or the next state or the next region. And it wasn't people didn't sound like each other. That's why it was so great. That's why you know we always hock on one. What do, what, what's, the, you know, the auto-tune, why does everybody have that have auto-tune? Why does everybody have to say, you know, dr- you know, drugs and alcohol and sex and this and this and this? It's just like everybody makes the same music nowadays. It doesn't matter where they're from, but, you know.
0: Yeah, you're definitely right on that, Kev. So we're going to move on to the next song from Edo-G that we thought was super notable that you needed to hear. And being that it's Father's Day. The next song is going to be Be a Father to Your Child by Ed O.G. and the Bulldogs.
3: Hey, yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. If you did it, admit it, to stick with it. Don't say it ain't yours, because all women are not whores. 90% represent a woman that is faithful. Ladies, can I hear it? When a girl gets pregnant, her man is going to run around. Dissing her and nine months when it's born, he wants to come around, talking at him, sorry for what I did. And all of a sudden, he now wants to see his kids. She had to bury it by herself and take care of it by herself. And giving her some money for milk won't really help. Half of the fathers with sons and daughters don't even want to take them. But it's so easy for them to make them. It's true. If it were for you, then it's...
0: all right. And that was Be a Father to Your Child by Ed O.G. and the Bulldogs. So let's jump into it with the uh, younger um, members of the uh, panel and let's see what Terrell's thoughts are. Terrell, what are your thoughts on Edo G and the Bulldogs?
4: This was a very, I'm going well, to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers on here and all the listeners. And this was a good pick for what's going on today. That is Father's Day. It was a very, like this this song, it tells like a story about how it become be a fatherhood or How to Be a Father. And I like the song, very smooth, very classic. And it, it gave me a little golden touch on me myself. And that's, my, that's all I can say.
0: All right, appreciate that, Terrell. Let's move on with the Youngest in Charge. Uh, Malcolm, what were your thoughts on Ed OG and the Bulldogs?
5: This guy is a um, phenomenal artist. Um, I need to do more due diligence and listen to him some more. I mean, he just reminds me of the the not the typical, the standard, if not above the standard, above average of what what rappers had to be in, in that time period of the golden age of rap. You know, it's his voice, the content, you know, the flow, and then and and, it, and you can hear in each of these artists from from the golden era, you can just. You can hear how they express how it was just hard times back then. So it's just it's good to hear, good to hear from him. And um oh yeah, also gotta say happy Father's Day as well. I just enjoy this. I enjoy this song and most definitely will be listening to more more of Edel Yeah, that's what's up, Malcolm. Appreciate that. Take
0: All right. And uh, with that, we'd like to say uh, thank you to the uh, audience for listening and for downloading or streaming our podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at under network at Gmail dot com. Again, that's under a groove network at gmail.com. That is our production company. Uh, Kev, tell them where they can follow us on social media.
1: Uh, you can follow our Instagram at Mix Era Rap Pod, and you can find us on Twitter at Mix Era Rap.
0: All right, really appreciate that, Kevin. With that, we'd like to say peace. We out of here.